0: time to please stand. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Him 179. Be with you. you. Let us pray. O God, for our redemption gave your only begotten Son to the death of the cross, and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the power of our enemy. Grant us so to die daily to sin that we may evermore live with him in the joy of his resurrection through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever, amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings.
1: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and the other Gentiles. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Our second reading is from Paul's first letter to the Colossians. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks Thanks be to God. God. I invite the congregation to please stand for the gospel acclamation as you are able. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew glory to you Lord Christ after the Sabbath as the first day of the week was dawning Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb and suddenly there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. They left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to to go to Galilee. There they will see me of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. There is an interesting fact about Matthew's passage this morning that I'll bet you many of us missed. He doesn't tell us why the two Marys are going to the tomb. Now in other Gospels, we hear that they are going to the tomb laden with spices to prepare Jesus' body for the long slumber of death. But in Matthew's Gospel this morning, we are not told that. We are simply told that early on the third day, they went to the tomb. Now, I find it interesting this past week as I have read through commentary and listened to various podcasts, they've all talked about and asked the question, well, why were they going to the tomb? And they all come up with their kind of various answers for why this might be. And I sit there scratching my head and saying, it may not be that complicated. What is so mysterious about two people, after having experienced the trauma of the sudden loss of a loved one, to feel compelled to go back to where they have been laid to rest? What is so foreign to these commentators that they do not realize? That part of how the body works through trauma, and especially loss, is by little bits and pieces at a time. That is why so often we hear people say, after having lost a loved one, that they felt numb that first week or so after they had died. They felt numb because their body, their psyche, could not comprehend or fully deal with the blow of the loss that they had encountered. So I can only imagine that these two women, along with others of Jesus' followers, waking up after the crucifixion, and wondering so much, like so many of us, on the days just following 9-11 and asking, was it just a dream? And if not asking, was it just a dream, praying it was merely a dream, only to somehow realize in those early moments of awakening that it wasn't a dream. What they had experienced, as horrible and awful as it might have been and was, it was reality. So they got up that morning, and they walked to the tomb, not necessarily to prepare the body, but to comprehend to affirm what they did not want to believe or know, that their beloved rabbi, that their beloved friend, was truly dead and had died at the hands of the Roman Empire. They came to try to understand why one who called everyone to forgiveness to mercy one who talked about love and healed others how he became such a threat to those who were in power so yes they woke that morning praying that all that they had experienced was nothing more than a dream but having to accept that what they had seen, what they had experienced, was real. And so that is why they came to the tomb. But the earth shook. The rock rolled away. and light poured forth. But this isn't the first time that they had experienced the earth shaking. Just two days earlier, at the moment of Christ's death, Matthew tells us, the earth shook, and the world became dark. Almost as if the darkness that God had vanquished at the time of creation had returned victoriously. But on this morning, the earth shook again. The rock rolled away, and light poured forth into the darkness, and they were awed and they were afraid. On the new day, new life, new hope, new possibility poured forth, and the world had to take notice. But that's not where our story ends. They are told to go forth and to let the followers and the disciples know they are told to go forth to find Jesus in Galilee. They are told to go to proclaim what they had seen what they had felt, the earth shaking, the rock rolling, and new life pouring forward. And the story goes from there. That life That resurrected life that we celebrate today is made manifest in Jesus, now the Christ. That new life is experienced by the women in the garden, through the breaking of bread on the road to Emmaus, and in the sharing of a meal on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. That life is experienced in a locked rupper room in Jerusalem. That life is experienced by Thomas being encouraged to touch and feel the wounds of crucifixion. And that life, as Luke will tell us in the story of Acts continues through Peter and Paul in the miracles that they perform and through the growing church at that time. On Thursday evening, Father Ruffino quoted Deschardins, who said that if we could harness that energy of love that poured forth from that tomb on that wonderful morning, then we could transform this world in the same way humanity did when they harnessed fire. I say that quote doesn't go far enough, for God has already provided us with the means to harness that energy that poured forth from the tomb. God gave us that means to harness that energy to work through us as conduits of that love through the waters of baptism. He gave us that ability to harness that energy through the gathered community of the faithful and to re-energize it through the gathered community, and the breaking of bread together. God gave us that ability to harness that energy of love through the work of the body of Christ, the church itself. And as we continue to look at the stories of Luke, Through the Acts of the Apostles, we see over and over and over again that even though the risen Christ may have ascended into the heavens, through the day of Pentecost, that love that poured forth from the tomb pours forth through us, the Church. So on this glorious morning, The earth shook, the rock rolled away and the divine love of God poured forth into this world offering us new hope, new opportunity and most of all the energy required to transform this world into being the kingdom of love itself the kingdom of god amen i invite those as they are able to please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the nicene creed we believe in one god the father the almighty maker of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen
2: In the joy of the Resurrection, we offer our prayers to the Father who raised his Son from the grave, and through that victory offers us the hope of eternal life. The world bombards us with stories that instill anxiety and despair, but in the emptiness of one tomb, you have overwhelmed us with hope and promise. Gracious God, fill us with the joy of Christ's glorious and life-giving resurrection. Alleluia, hear our prayer. Since the surprise of the empty tomb, the news of Christ's resurrection has spread far and wide. This morning, we pray for churches that are isolated or persecuted, for churches suffering from stagnation or decline, and churches everywhere that yearn to proclaim your gospel. Loving Father, Grant your Holy Church fresh strength in the good news of Easter. Alleluia, hear our prayer. The first disciples honored the resurrected Christ by sharing all they had with those in need. Merciful God, help us here at St. Peter's by the Sea respond to all who go hungry or lack shelter. Bless the ministry of our community market and make us conduits of your mercy and grace. Hallelujah. hear our prayer. The resurrection proved once and for all that violence cannot stand against the power of your love. This morning we pray for all those living in the shadow of war or oppression. Grant them trust that you have not caused their suffering, faith that you can pour light into their darkness and peace that they may experience the life you desire. Hallelujah. hear our prayer. And the life of Jesus brought comfort and healing to those who suffered from sickness and disease. Pour out your compassion, O Lord, on all those from our community who are ill or infirm, and all those who care for them, that they may be strengthened by your constant presence. Alleluia, hear our prayer. The resurrection of Christ offers us hope that death is not the end, either of Jesus' story or of ours. Enfold all those who have gone before us in death with the mighty power of his resurrection, that they will be raised on the last day. Hallelujah. Hear our prayer. We lift all these prayers to you, our life-giving God, through the victory of your Son, Jesus Christ. May he live in us. That we would always live in you. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
0: And also be with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Please be seated. Again, welcome to everyone on this absolutely beautiful Easter morning and being part of our worship this morning. If you are visiting St. Peter's for the first time or for the first time in a while, and would like to learn more about the congregation or receive our e-net, which is our weekly e-newsletter, please take a moment and fill out the card located in the front of the pew, or in the back of the pew in front of you um, is a visitor's card. Fill out one side, put that in the plate, take the other part home as a bookmark to remind you of what time our services are most Sunday mornings. Also at this time, there's a handful of acknowledgments that we'd like to make because the grandeur of the service is not possible with a, without a lot of work of many. And first of all, to everyone who helped out with these services during Holy Week, uh, greatly appreciated for your help. I need to acknowledge at this time, Bev Clark and her sister and Angel and all those who decorated the church and got it ready for this morning. Thank you to you and all who supported that effort. Also to our dedicated choir for all of their hard work in preparing for today, and to our musicians who did double duty, along with our scola, um, both last night and tonight. So thank you for this absolutely wonderful gift of music today. And also a thank you to Kristen Costello and Emily for their help in putting together a wonderful Easter egg hunt. So thank you to you I as well. It was a wonderful success. And for those who know of uh, family or friends who could not be here this morning but wish it, they could be a part of an Easter service, last night's service is ha, was recorded and is already up as a podcast on our website. This morning's service is also being recorded and will be up as a podcast sometime late this afternoon, and that is all in thanks to the dedication of our senior warden, Ron (laughs) Cowie. So with that, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and sacrifice to God. And a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you father almighty creator of heaven and earth but chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb who was sacrificed for us and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death he has destroyed death and by his rising to life again He has won for us everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of God your name. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, FOR THE REMEMBRANCE OF ME. THEREFORE WE PROCLAIM THE MYSTERY OF FAITH, CHRIST HAS DIED, CHRIST IS RISEN, CHRIST WILL COME AGAIN. WE CELEBRATE THE MEMORIAL OF OUR REDEMPTION, O FATHER, IN THIS SACRIFICE OF PRAISE AND THANKSGIVING, RECALLING HIS DEATH, RESURRECTION AND ASCENSION, WE OFFER YOU THESE GIFTS. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God, who has redeemed us and made us his children through the resurrection of his Son, our Lord, bestow upon you the riches of his blessing. Amen. May God, who through the water of baptism has raised us from sin into newness of life, make you holy and worthy to be united with Christ forever. Amen. May God, who brought us out of bondage to sin into true and lasting freedom in the Redeemer, bring you to your etern- eternal inheritance. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand and join in singing. Hymn 207, Found in the Blue Hymnals. Thanks be to God, alleluia, alleluia.